Hey, what is up? It's Brian Lofermento here with episode 152 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And in today's episode, you are going to learn from Michael Baptiste, who is an incredible entrepreneur based out of Florida, as he teaches you how to dream bigger, come up with high ticket offers that people are willing to pay a lot of money for, and one of the coolest things that Michael's been able to do is use that Dreaming Bigger in order to get his product into Whole Foods, Walmart, and other big retailers. I'm excited for you to learn from him today, so let's dive into today's episode. Facebook friends for quite some time. We haven't met in person yet, but just so that our listeners know, Michael Baptiste is the founder of High Ticket Freedom, the co-founder of Banana Wave and Banana Milk, two brands that are doing extremely well. Michael, I can't wait to dig into those with you. You're an interesting guy. You speak English, Spanish, and Mandarin, and you are a college athlete who claims, and I'm throwing this out there, Michael, because I haven't seen evidence <laughs> myself, you claim that you can still do a 360 dunk. So, dude, Michael, thanks so much for coming on the show. Welcome. Uh, hey, Brian, man, thank you, bro. Like you say, this has been long overdue, but I'm very happy and very grateful we could find a time to do this now, man, and share some good stuff today. Heck yeah. So fill in the gaps for listeners. Fill in the gaps about your story. Give us the 60-second summary of who is Michael Baptiste. Absolutely. So I started off at five years old. I opened the refrigerator one day. There's no food in the fridge. There's water and a carton of baking soda. This creates in my mind that I need to be an overachiever. I need to succeed in life so this never happens ever again. At 18 years old, I get a scholarship to go to college. I think I was going to the NBA. Uh, Two knee surgeries later, I realized I need to find another route in life. One night, I'm drugged up at a party with friends following the wrong influences. Next thing you know, infomercial comes on about internet marketing. I buy this guy's book. I have success. Like Within my first 10 minutes, I make $20. That leads me down a spiral of other mentors, other opportunities to where um, I, I put together a seminar my senior year of college. I landed my first big client for a $100,000 equity deal. From there, we launched a business. I launched a second business. Two companies later, um, you know, we, we've done multiple six figures, and now uh, I've trained thousands of students from all over the world. Um, and some of my clients include Walmart, Whole Foods, HEB, GNC, um, and, and a bunch of other big box retailers. And this is only the beginning, man. I'm not even 30 yet. So that's a quick little rundown of me and my story. Yeah, I love that. What a good overview. And dude, Michael, there's like a million things we could talk about in the course of this interview. I just want to give listeners kind of some context on you. So when Michael says that he owns a successful business or multiple successful businesses, it's absolutely true. And this is a guy who has invented a product and co-founded a product called Banana Wave, which is a drink that Michael, I'm going to let you talk about in a little bit. But this is a drink that Michael has walked into the likes of Whole Foods, the likes of Walmart, pitched this product to them they said yes this is an actual product that did not exist but michael has gotten it into stores all around the country and soon enough all around the world and michael it's so cool for me knowing you for as long as i have even though we've never met in person i mean i've seen you 
walk around downtown yeah. LA in a banana suit, handing out banana milk and banana wave to people <laughs> in the streets of LA. So you've done so many things. Talk to us about that process because so many people say to me, oh, how do I start a business? How do I start a supplement business or physical product or a beverage business? Michael, you're not a beverage guy. You're not a scientist. How the heck did you make that happen? What are the beginning steps to start a business like that? Absolutely. So I do believe in radical transparency. So I am going to be radically transparent with you. Banana Wave was not my idea. It was someone else's idea that they had, but they needed help with marketing branding, business development, and those are my areas of specialty. So the first thing you want to do, like no matter who you are, if you got not, if you got a product idea, I would recommend looking at every single other product that's out there. Like find all the protein supplements on the shelf, buy every single one of them, rip them apart. Like look at the, every ingredient they have, like list out all the ingredients on one organized spreadsheet or document, and then look at all of the ingredients that all of the major products are using. And Think to yourself, what are they not doing? Like, what are some gaps or, or um, some holes in the marketplace that these products are not filling? And that is where you can spot your opportunity if you don't have a banana milk already in your brain sitting around. So that's the first thing I would recommend. Do your market research. See what's out there right now. And then see where the trends are going. Like, see what it is that people are, are, are all about right now. So right now, Everybody's trying to get healthy. Everybody's doing like these fitness challenges and everybody's hiring these coaches and, and, you know, trying to get in better shape. So there's a trend happening where people who are um, trying to get in better shape, they're doing more things like juicing, right? They're looking for healthier beverages. They're looking for healthier food options. So because this is a trend, if you can like identify the trend before it hits, then you can go out there, do the market research, find the holes in the marketplace, fill those holes with the product that you create. And just drop that product in there with the trend, or as I like to say, you know, drop it in with the wave that's happening. I love so that. that. You know, that's one of the first things I would recommend. Um, do your product research. Look at the trends that are happening in the marketplace. And then at the same time, you want to create something that is true to you, like true to your story. Um, you know, it, 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 it becomes bigger than money once you start making money, once you actually, like, create a business that starts to generate income, you realize it's about much more than money because there's a million ways to make a million dollars. But if at the end of the day, you're not feeling fulfilled with what you're doing, then you probably should do something else. So the third thing I say is whatever type of you know, product you're looking to start and create, just make sure that you stay true to yourself and, and that you're like being genuine and authentic. Because at the end of the day, the person on the other side who's buying that product, who's believing this product is going to benefit them, you want to make sure that they're satisfied to the point where they say, hey, you got to try this product. Then they recommend to your to their friends, to their family, and now you create lifelong customers versus just a one-time sale. Very good advice, Michael. And I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into there because, I mean, I know the humble guy that you are, so I know that you undersell a few of your achievements, and I'm going to call them out and, and allow you to boast for listeners here. So two things that I want to point out that you did, and you said that you were brought in kind of as this marketing and, and business strategy guru, which is absolutely true. You've made a name for yourself in doing those exact things. But Two things that you did in particular that a lot of people are sitting on the outside in saying, wow, how the heck did Michael actually do that? Dude, you helped raise over $750,000 to make this reality. That's the first thing that's incredible. And I want you to talk to us about how you find that sort of capital for an idea for a new product that you have. And two, 
you somehow walked into the likes of Walmart and got your product on their shelves, which a lot of people look on the outside in. I, I've interviewed t-shirt companies on this podcast before. I've interviewed other business mm-hmm. owners with physical products, and they don't know how to get into those physical retail locations. Talk to us about the act of raising that money and then getting into stores. Absolutely. So the first thing I'll say when it comes to raising money, um, I, I've, all, I've always been a, a hustler. So just to, again, transparency, I'm from the hood. I grew up in situations where I had to find a way. I had to you know, get out there and really hustle. So that hustle, I was able to just say, hey, hold on. Looking at it from a business perspective, I'm going out and, and you know we've got this product, we've got this idea, but we need funds to put it together. Okay, let me just take my exact same hustle skills, right, and find an investor in the same way I would sell these investors on a product or something that I'm hustling or some little product that I'm peddling. Let me sell them on the potential that this product has to make a difference in the world and also make a difference in their bank account as investors. So... The first thing that we did was we actually put together an elevator pitch. Now, I'll, I'll share this with you. I, uh, in college, I was writing sales letters by hand from guys like Dan Kennedy, Gary Halbert, uh, Gary Benzavinga, and I would just rewrite their sales letters all day, every day by hand. And I did this so I can gain the copywriting skills to turn words into money anytime I wanted because I knew this was a lifelong skill. So I took my copywriting skills and I put them down on a piece of paper and wrote out an actual elevator pitch that I could walk up to an investor and say, you know, just spit my pitch out to him. And then hit, and then on the, on the other side, that investor say, you know what, this makes a lot of sense. Here's my money. <laughs> like take my money and go and go build this product, go build <laughs> this business. Right. So uh, after developing that skill and after putting uh, putting the actual elevator pitch together, we went out and we started looking for different uh, different business plan pitch competitions around the country. Now we found one locally in South Florida. It was uh, an FAU business plan pitch competition. After we found the business plan pitch competition, we we submitted our information. They said, "Hey, we like you guys' uh, concept. We like you guys' energy and enthusiasm. We'll give you a shot." From there, I started to practice the pitch. I practiced it over and over and over and over and over until I I basically mastered that one pitch that I created. I went out. I presented it in front of about, uh, I mean, there were several millionaires, billionaires in the room, and I just did the pitch. Now, this is what happened. This was this is pretty cool. 90 seconds later, after I did that one pitch, we won $5,000. But there was a gentleman sitting in the room staring me in the eyes the entire time as I was doing the pitch. As soon as it was over... He walked up to me. He's like, I believe in you, man. I believe in you. We'll get you the money that you need. And at the time, I asked for, I think, we, I, think I asked for about $1.3 million. At the time, we were able to raise up $750,000. That was in about 2000, what was that, 2015. Since 2015, we raised over $1.5 million. That's from awesome. Investment. Yeah, from investors to grow our company, keep our company going. Um, we've done, like I said, multiple six figures. We're, we're on track. We'll probably do seven figures somewhere in the beginning, um, the first two quarters of 2018. But, uh, but you know, it, it's it's a very capital-intensive business with the beverage industry. But it all stemmed from me developing that skill of copywriting, and at the same time, the, the you know the skills of my hustler mode to, to translate it into the business world. Now, the second question you ask, 
if if you could just just remind me real quick because I, I think I went in kind of hard on that first uh, that first question. Yeah, no, I love that. So I want you to speak to the listeners out there who have a physical product, whether it be a beverage or T-shirts or some sort of apparel, and they're saying, "How do I get into these physical retailers?" So Michael, you because you mm-hmm. think big, and we're going to talk about you thinking big in just a second after you answer this question. You think big, and you said, okay. "Let me get into the largest retailer in the world. Let me walk into Walmart." How the heck did you do that? All right. Well, good, great question, bro. So I'll start first off by saying this. With any business you want to start, if you can go straight for the top, it makes it so much easier to succeed. Just like, uh, you know, I, I don't know who's single here who's listening, but guys, if you're single and you go to the bar, wouldn't it make sense to just go for the 10 that you want versus like the six and the five that you know are easy to get? Same concept in business. We thought to ourselves, okay, if we're going to start a company, we know that we want to make a, a real global impact. We want to say, hey, we, we existed in our lifetime, and this is what we left behind. That, like, that was our vision from the very beginning. So we realized in order to do that, the best way is to go for the biggest and go for the best. That's why uh, you know, right out the gate, we went for Walmart and Whole Foods because Whole Foods is America's best grocery store and healthiest grocery store, and Walmart is the world's largest. So the way we did it was we simply started by just researching. How do you get into Whole Foods? How do you get into Walmart? You know, uh, every, everything's simple. We, a, a lot of times we like to complicate things, but we started off keeping it super simple. You know, none, none of us have, uh, my partners and I, none of us have degrees from Harvard. None of us have, uh, you know, families with, you know, great backgrounds. None of us have these things. So we just kept it simple and started by doing the simple things, which is asking Google how to get into Walmart and Whole Foods. So we found out that they that each of these companies actually had applications where you could apply to be a vendor and have your product featured, you know, in their on their website and eventually on their shelves. So after going through this application process, we found out that Whole Foods had an actual uh, a, a local farmers market every weekend where you can come out sell your product as a, you know, a local vendor. And we, you know, we did that with the intention to get into shelves on Whole Foods, well, in, onto shelves in Whole Foods. About maybe nine months or so passed by with Whole Foods, and we decided, you know what, the market is proven. People, they, you know, they're buying this product. They're coming back and they're asking us, can they get more of this product? Can they get more of this product? And then they start asking Whole Foods, hey, why don't you guys carry this milk made from banana stuff that these guys have got out there? A couple more months pass by, Whole Foods says, okay, if you guys can package this product up, like we've seen the demand that you've created, if you can package this product up, present us with a finished package, then we will give you guys a shot. From there, we reached out to an actual, um, uh, an actual contract manufacturer to produce, uh, I think we produced about 20,000 sample units. From there, we took those 20,000 sample units, we started, we continued to sample more, product around the South Florida area until we realized we needed an actual warehouse to store our product. We found a warehouse to store our product. Just so happens that the guy who was actually uh, the owner of of that warehouse, he also did distribution into Whole Foods. So by looking for that warehouse, we found a distributor. That distributor then got us into Whole Foods and you know, from uh, from there, man, the rest is history. Now we're just waiting to go nationwide with Whole Foods, which we've already got a stamp of, of approval for, and then eventually internationally, all over the globe. That's awesome. So, I love that. 
Dude, yeah, Michael, you, one thing that you left out of that part, out, out of that story, though, and it's a crucial ingredient, it's what I want to talk about next, is in order to get into these places, you have to have an amazing product or an amazing offer. And that's kind of the other side of your world that I see from afar and that I really respect about you from afar is that you are the king of high ticket offers. And one thing that you always say to people is that you can find your offer by packaging up your superpower. So I've got, again, I'm Absolutely. making it hard for you today, Michael. I've got a two-part question <laughs> for you again. One, what the heck is a high ticket offer? So I want you to answer that first. And then two, how do you package up your superpower? And especially for entrepreneurs listening to this, how do they identify their superpower and then package it up? So I'll let you take it away from there. And if you need me to chime in and repeat it, you just let me know. Hey, thank you, bro. Man, that that, that actually is a tough question. And I think it's going to be valuable uh, for you guys who are listening to you know really take some notes if you're taking note or take a mental note of this. So a high-ticket offer is a premium solution that takes the person from point A to point B, directly from the, the horrible pain, the horrible problem that they're experiencing, all the way to the heaven on earth solution, you know, the, the, the big solution that they desperately desire. That's it. A lot of people will complicate it and say it's this and that, but it's truly the fastest route to get from point A to point B. That's the reason why people pay a premium. So just to give you a quick example, Let's say, for example, you are married to the love of your life. You know, you guys are together since high school, right? But you run into a, uh, some issues where you see that the relationship is taking a turn for the worse. Now, seeing that it's taking a turn for the worse, what's up ahead? Divorce. But not only divorce, that means you've got to split the house. She, she's probably going to take the house, right? If you've got kids, she's probably going to take the kids. And if you guys got joint bank accounts, she's taking the money. Like she, like it's it's hers, it, or either hers or you're gonna split it down the middle. Now, what is that gonna cost you? Well, it's probably gonna cost you thousands of dollars in legal fees from attorneys. It's gonna cost you pain and heartache of not having your best friend and your soulmate in your life anymore. It's gonna cost your kids to be emotionally scarred for the rest of their lives. Not to mention your spouse who you're leaving. Oh my God, she like she's gonna be, she's gonna go through it. She's gonna be heartbroken, and she's not she's never gonna be able to love another man on earth the same way after you. So looking at the pain that you know um, that will happen if you go down the divorce road versus saying, hey, you know what? Let me go find a relationship coach. Let me find a relationship counselor who can save our marriage. So let me ask you, if you could find that person who could save your marriage, what would that be worth? Would that be worth $10,000? Would that be worth $50,000? Would that be worth $250,000? Would that be worth a million dollars? Heck yeah. If you were, <laughs> Dude, yeah, if you're asking me, there, that's priceless. There's not even a dollar amount attached to that. Boom, bro, boom, there it is. There it is. So, so because it's priceless, you can't attach any dollar or number or figure to it. It's fair for you to charge a high enough price to save someone's marriage. You see, if you, if you can truly deliver like results, if you can truly say, hey, you know what, I can step in, I've seen all the relationships before, I know how to solve this problem, it'll be $25,000. If the person on the other side truly loves their wife, truly loves their kids, truly loves the lifestyle that they've built and developed with this one person, $25,000 will be a drop in the bucket because they know they're gonna go from point A, the hell they're experiencing right now, to point B, which is the heaven on earth. So 
in essence, that is a high ticket offer. I, I hope that 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 image that I created was able to uh, make it vivid and, and make it real and allow you to see what a high ticket offer is about. Yeah. Now, I, Michael, that's awesome. And the one thing that I want listeners to pick out of what you just said, and it's su- something that so many people struggle with, is when you mm-hmm. solve that pain, you are no longer selling your time. You're selling the result that you're giving to them. And so that's why when you hear Absolutely. Michael talking about this and you hear him attaching these huge dollar amounts to it, even if it's something that you feel, oh, well, this is super easy to me and it doesn't take that much time, don't charge 100 bucks an hour, 250 bucks an hour. You're not selling your time. As entrepreneurs, we sell the results that we give. So, Michael, that's really good insight there. And I'm going to toss it back to you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and it, it's, it's so true. The outcome is all the person on the other side cares about. So you, you brought up a second question, Brian, which was, how do you find your superpower? What is a superpower? What, like, what is that all about? Like, how does that tie in to high ticket offers? Well, I'll be simple with you, okay? Because I, I believe in simplicity over complexity. To keep it simple, your superpower is your message. It's your knowledge. It's your skills, it's your, your natural talents, your natural gifts, your abilities that you've, that you've developed over the years. Maybe you work for a corporate job and they taught you corporate sales. Maybe you know operations management better than anybody else. You see, your superpower is that which is deep inside of you that's been there the whole time. And it's that one thing that you can transfer over to other people to help them get the results that they're after. So to give you to give you an example, right? Maybe 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 that was a little bit not super simplified. Maybe that was a little bit much. But let me give you an example. So myself personally, I have just like my entire life. I, I don't know what it is, but when I when I speak to people, sometimes I just I just always encourage them. I'm just motivating. I'm very positive. I'm always optimistic. Maybe it was because of the uh, the, the the past that I experienced. I don't know what it is. But I've noticed that throughout my entire life, every time that I've exchanged words with someone, whether they were down, whether they were up, they always turned around and said to me, yo, dude, you are so motivating. You are so inspiring. Yo, you make me want to go out there and try it again. Yo, I don't know what it is about you, man, but you just gave me what I needed to get back out there and do it one more time. And I always ask myself, like, yo, what, what, like, what, like, what am I, what am I saying to people? How, how are they so motivated and inspired? And I'm just, I'm just being me. That's when I realized what my superpower was. It was my ability to inspire people to take empowered actions with just my voice and my words. So for me, I leveraged my superpower in the form of online training, online coaching, and mentoring other people to create success and results with their marketing efforts. So your superpower you know, I invite you, like, if you really want to find out what your superpower is, take out a sheet of paper and write down, write 20 at the top. And I want you to write down 20 of your top gifts, your top talents, your, you know, uh, whether it's the, the, the experiences that you've been through, maybe you faced some adver- adversity and overcame that adversity. That could be a superpower. You know, look at the life experiences that you've gone through that have made you a better person that most people could never see themselves going through. And list that out. You just, like literally just list out all the things that you feel can help a person 
go from point A to point B, meaning the things that can help another person get more results or reach a certain outcome in their life or their business. I love that, Michael. Dude, that is such a loaded piece of advice that I invite listeners. Go back. That's the benefit of podcasts. Go back, rewind this, and listen to everything Michael just told you because he just laid out how you, even if you're a entrepreneur, you can start building the foundations of your dream business by leveraging your superpower. Because here's the reality. Everybody on this planet has a superpower. And Michael, absolutely, I haven't, I haven't prefaced you on this or I haven't given you a tip that I'm going to do this to you, but your nickname is Michael Overdeliver Baptiste. <laughs> so I am going to put you on the spot here. And... You just told listeners how they can find their, their superpower and package that up and start selling that result and transforming people's lives, getting them from, as you say, point A to point B. But in two minutes or less, as we wind down this interview, in two minutes or less, tell us how listeners can go from figuring out what their superpower is, coming up with a core offer or a product or a service to getting their first five clients within the next 60 days. Ooh, great question. I got two minutes. Okay, so this is this is what you do. Okay, first off, like I said, you follow that advice of, of writing down, you know, twenty gifts, talents, skills, abilities, um, you know, ex- experiences you've had where you've overcome adversity, uh, your components of your actual life story that you feel can truly help someone get the result they're after. Once you once you figure that out, then I want you to take out a, a sheet of paper, right? I want you to write, uh, you know, turn it horizontally versus vertically. On the left, far left side, write the letter A. On the far right side, write the letter B, okay? And this is like literally what I take my clients through. In between the letters A and B, I want you to write six to eight little, little you know, little um, lines. Every single one of those lines now represents a checkpoint or a milestone that your students, your clients need to go through in order to go from point A to point B. So maybe the first uh, checkpoint could be, you know, figure out what your superpower is and create the foundation. The checkpoint two could be, you know, put your one funnel together and your money content together, which is what I take my clients through. Again, yours can be totally different because your superpower is your superpower. Now, once you put together those six to eight checkpoints, that is now the core, the core skeleton of your actual high ticket offer. All you need to do from there is just fill in each one of those little checkpoints with other details and things that they need to do in order to complete those milestones and checkpoints. From there, once, you, once you've got that together, I would recommend reaching out to your following. Reach out to your Instagram followers, Facebook friends, um, contacts that you have via email, or make a list of your top 100 A-player contacts that you have. Reach out to them, okay, and, and simply ask them a question. What is your biggest problem? Like, or... Do you still need help with marketing or do you still need help with your relationships? Whatever your superpower is, reach out to your following and ask them if they need help. People are going to respond. If they respond, what I would recommend that you do, I would recommend that you get on the phone. You, uh, you know, th- there, there, are certain, there are specific questions that trigger uh, uh, ne- uh, you know, certain neurological responses in, in different people. But I recommend asking them questions about their problem, find out as much as you can about what they're experiencing, and then you transition into saying, hey, this is your problem. This is what I have that can help you solve that problem. And then you list out the six to eight checkpoints that you put together on that piece of paper. 
Tell them how at every checkpoint they're going to learn a certain thing to get them to the next point, to the next point, and finally get to the end result. <clears throat> and then from that point, you invite them to, to work with you and you tell them the price. And when you tell them the price, the key is to shut up. Say the price, keep your mouth closed. Let them respond. The person who responds first actually loses in that game. But once they respond and they're ready to work with you, you enroll them into your program. Once you enroll them into your program, you now have a high-ticket offer to go out and market that is proven commercial viability by bringing in that first client. The next step from there is to just multiply exactly what you just did four more times to bring in four more clients. And boom, you can do that within 30 days to 60 days. Dude, I absolutely love that. And that's a concept that listeners of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast should be familiar with. I call it the results in advance timeline. You plot out how you're going to get them those results in advance. You write down all the obstacles that stand in their way. Dude, Michael, you absolutely crushed that answer. And I'll say, <laughs> from my vantage point all the way up here in Boston as we're doing this interview, you're down in Miami. I even heard you when I asked that question. You started out with a clap as if it was the start of the fourth <laughs> quarter, and then you dove in. So, dude, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom there. And, Michael, oh, let me open the floor bro. to you. How can listeners learn more about you as we wrap up this interview? Absolutely. So, guys, if you want to learn more about me, you can visit me at my website, and it's highticketfreedom.com. You can visit me there. You know, My contact info is there on the website, so you can feel free to reach out. Or if you'd like to hang out personally and really, truly connect and really get a lot of value, I hang out inside of my free Facebook group. It's called the High Ticket Society. And the whole mission, the whole purpose of the High Ticket Society is to help you grow your business and help you sell more high ticket offers and services. We have a lot of high-level six, seven, and even eight-figure entrepreneurs in there. They're sharing information. They're sharing a lot of helpful tips. Um, and you can come in there, come hang out, and that's where you can find me on Facebook. And if you'd like to check out the physical product side of our business, you can check it out at bananawave.com, bananawave.com. And you know, if you want to look for it in your local stores, we even have a feature on our website where you can type in your zip code and see the, the closest store nearest you that has the product. Awesome. We're going to link up to all of those resources and links that you just mentioned, Michael. I just want to give a personal shout out to your Facebook group. I'm a member of that. I love seeing the value that you provide in there. And your community is incredible. Just every single day, there's a ton of posts that are of immense value. People aren't pitching. They're actually giving real value. So huge shout out to you there, Michael, for putting that community together. And thank you so much for coming on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Hey, Brian, man, thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate you, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope that you guys have a great rest of the day and a great rest of your lives, guys. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.